This is a download from BFM 89.9, the business station. Good morning, I'm Sharad Kutin with me, Kusu Chuang. This morning, uh, the state assemblyman for Balakong, and Tian Chi, was killed in a traffic accident. Uh, this tragedy will mean necessarily that we will have a by-election. Uh, this, of course, is added to the Sungai Kandes by-election in Selangor following the death of Mat Shuhaimi on July the 2nd due to lymphoma. Nomination day for the Sungai Kandes by-election is this Saturday and polling will be on the 4th of August. Sungai Kandes constituency has about 51,000 voters, of which about 13 are overseas voters. Now, uh, on the line is Cheryl Aman. He's the acting chairperson of the Electoral Watchdog Organization, Bursi. Thank you so much for for uh, joining us this morning, Cheryl. I want to begin with the fact that the conduct of the election commission over the 14th general election was much criticized and, you know, shrouded in controversy. Has anything changed since May 9th with regard to the election commission? Um, thanks, Sharad. We've seen uh, a pleasant change from the EC after 9th of May, uh, they have been more responsive. Uh, we, they have invited us actually for the Sungai uh, Kandis by election uh, as observers and uh, we, we responded to their invitation and uh, with a lot of queries. Uh, amazingly, they, they, they responded back and called us for a meeting and, and, and we just completed the uh, training session yesterday on the observation. Uh, so Bursi is sending uh, uh, local observers for Sungatanis by elections. So what uh, we see uh, the EC uh, trying to be more transparent, uh, trying to be more friendly to civil society involved in the uh, elections, and that's good. The responsive is. Yeah, Charles, I understand this is the first time that NGO observers would be allowed into the polling stations. I understand there's 38 Bursay uh, 2.0 observers allowed in. Um, you know, what does this mean for um, civil society and for the election commission itself in terms of the way by-elections are conducted? Well, in the past, we, I mean, we were, we were not even invited. But now they are even allowing us to go into the polling station, into the nomination centre, uh, into the, uh, when the Postal votes are being, uh, I mean, uh, uh, really, and even in the counting. So the transparency is there. Uh, uh, so uh, and they even allow us to interview uh, uh, voters and also the officers outside the polling station. Uh, so I, I think this is uh, transparency, uh, and it's good. Uh, because in the past, uh, they have uh, been stating that they are transparent, they have nothing to hide. But the fact is, uh, it was not uh, clearly seen or felt. It was just stated. Now, I think they are moving towards that. Uh, Cheryl, could you uh, uh, tell us if the Election Commission chairman is the same as the person who uh, conducted the 14th general election? Uh, definitely, uh, there is no chair now in uh, SPR, he has retired uh, early. So the SPR is headed by the deputy. Uh, but uh, uh, but the, the ones that are running uh, the show are the secretariat. And I think uh, we've met the secretariat a 
couple of times this week, uh, including the Secretary Dato Mama Elias, and they have been very cooperative and uh, very eager to open up to civil society. I understand that uh, it's not only Bursay reps that will be allowed in, it's also uh, NGOs like Ideas and Invoke to get the best representation. Um, you know, what kind of a template does this send, what is it, does this set for future by-elections as well as in, you know, five years' time, G15? Um, so that's the thing. Sungai Kandis is a test. It is, uh, for Bursay, it's a benchmark. That, uh, and it should be a benchmark. And uh, the standards should be high. Uh, if this one goes well, then then uh, hopefully the other the uh, uh, coming elections will be uh, uh, good as well. I mean that's why Bursay we initially we we demanded for 109 observers rather than uh, rather than four uh, the original invitation to ensure that every uh, Saloran had a uh, observer. But uh, but they, I mean, in our meeting, that uh, they rationalized that uh, 109 was too much. It would disrupt the process of election. And, and we can accept that. I mean, all we need is explanation and rational uh, response from EC. So, uh, uh, Cheryl, uh, you know, moving away from the Sungai Kandis uh, by election to the larger question of uh, reform in the electoral system, what do you understand uh, is going to be happening? And do you have a, a time frame, uh, you know, you know uh, about the institutional reform that needs to uh, take place? Uh, we we definitely want it to be uh, fast, but uh, we all know that it is. The uh, electoral reform is not part of the 100 days. That's why we are pushing for uh, electoral reforms. And uh, the Institutional Reform Committee has just presented uh, their findings to the uh, uh, Council of Admin Persons, I think, last Thursday on the 17th. And uh, Bursay's proposal has been uh, presented to them. We hope that uh, the change can be done soonest. There are some uh, which can be done uh, immediately, uh, some within the 100 days, some uh, uh, can be short-term within two years, and some which need uh, a longer time span ending from two years to five years because they require constitutional amendment. Thank you so much, Cheryl. That was Cheryl Aman, acting chairperson of the Electoral Watchdog Organization. Bersay will be back with more. Stay tuned. BFM 89.9. Thank you for listening to this podcast. To find more great interviews, go to bfm.my or find us on iTunes. BFM 89.9, The Business Station.